to the Off Topic Podcast, Episode 2. Today, we are talking about near-death experiences and theater experiences. We hope. We hope. They're rather similar. So, yeah. Um, If you haven't watched Episode 1, luckily that doesn't matter. Every episode is just kind of its own little thing. It's not yeah, like no, this is this is a completely standalone series, entirely episodic. Yep. Uh, there's going to be no continuity. Nope. Never. Unless we want to, and then it'd be really messed Unless up. Unless we want to, but it, we don't want to. We don't want to, because that takes too much time. Yeah, it takes too much time. We sit also... here to shut off our brains and tell stories. Yeah, this is this is a zero brain, all action kind of podcast. But there's not a lot of action. It's just us talking about a lot of wacky stuff. Yeah. Like pineapple pizza, for like instance. Like pineapple pizza. Which I'm really craving right On, now. Dude, when you told me about banana pizza, I part of me broke, but in a good way, and now I want banana pizza. Ugh. If you guys want to, we should we me we should start like an off topic YouTube channel. Where and we just try some of the stupid stuff. Where we just do really dumb stuff. Yep. For fun. Yep. Like try banana pizza. Yep. Or reenact our near death experiences. Realistic. <laughs> Caught in 4K. Caught in 4K. Literally 4K times. Yeah. Have we evolved from 4K yet? Uh, I don't know if I don't think so. I think 4K is like the best resolution we still have, unless there's some sort of weird NVIDIA RTX on new thing. Yeah. In case you couldn't tell, we just jiggled in our seats there <laughs> to sort of emphasize the point of whoa, whoa. stuff. All right. Well, yeah. stick around after our sponsor. No, I'm just kidding. I we, wish. Dude, episode two already having a sponsor, that'd be... That'd be dope. That'd be sick. <clears throat> Anchor, if you're listening to this, we are very available for a freaking advertisement. Thank you very much. Goodbye. We'd be willing to advertise anything. Anything. So, we're starting with near-death experiences. Oh, boy. I have plenty of stories. Yes. Would you like to share them first, or should I go? Sure. I, I'm i going to start with the the most recent one. This was last year. Ooh, fun. Um, I was hanging out at this lake with my dad and my brother. Uh, lakes are the worst. Lakes are awesome. They're I creepy. have thalassophobia, but I can handle lakes. Lakes are super creepy, dude. Um, and I you was see. like, I want my brother to toss me off of this dock. Oh, no. Right? Oh, so no. we got up there. I was like, hey, Troy, will you push me? He's like, yeah, absolutely. Why would you like actively allow someone to throw you off a dock into a lake, bro? So lakes, lakes are always the place with freaking cryptids. Sure. That's like no. Anyways, so he pushes me and I tripped, which wasn't the plan. <laughs> oh, so I no. was like, oh, this is when I die. <laughs> so I reached out and instinctively grabbed my brother and dragged him in with me. <laughs> we both went a little deeper than I was hoping we would go. Oh, no. I thought I wasn't coming back up. So oh, no. yeah, that that's that's the that's the short one. Dog just like trips and falls and goes, "Yep, this is my death." I yeah. <laughs> Goodbye, everyone. It was it was it was not fun. Sucks that I didn't get to say it formally, but well, can't say it ever again. So uh, see ya. 
Yeah. <laughs> Thank God if you're out there. <laughs> uh, that's the entire story? That was that was the short one. That's that is a very short one. I also have a really short one. I haven't had a lot of near death experiences. I've had a lot of things that have felt like near death experiences, but I know for a fact I could not have died. Yeah, let's hear it. Um so me and my older brothers uh-huh. were going up to the nearby canyon right? uh-huh. uh, to a spot that we'd found that we thought we'd, would be fun to sort of repel from and set up like a massive rope swing with a harness uh-huh. and just sort of be dangerous, but not really dangerous because with the amount of protective gear that we had set up that was like mountain climbing if you have the proper protective gear is one of the safest sports hmm. unless you're free soloing which is climbing without any protective gear on i couldn't even think of doing yeah, that no there's an entire documentary about the craziest free solo ever uh called free solo uh it's on netflix it's about this crazy dude who climbs up el capitan in yosemite uh-huh. Uh, with no ropes, <laughs> just the shutter, just the whoa, no. No, I felt the vertigo for him. <laughs> yeah. Does the does the documentary end with and there was where his story ends? No, it ends with him getting to the top. Oh, that's stupid. I because, don't want that. Sounds boring. Because he's he's got this he's got this like condition where his body just like doesn't produce as much adrenaline, so he needs to do crazier stuff to get the same adrenaline hit, which is why he climbed El Cap with no ropes, because uh, he just wanted to feel good, hmm. which is a remarkably better way to feel good than doing drugs. Also true. You know, uh, participating in extreme sports. Yeah. Yeah. But anyways, we were doing this, and this was my first ever time repelling. Mm-hmm. Like, first ever. Mm-hmm. Never done it before. Uh, and I was I was being sort of helped. I was hooked into another harness with my brother, and he was sort of helping me down. Because, like, I was terrified, and this was, like, when I was small. I was, like, seven, I think. So I was, like, a kid. Mm-hmm. I was a small, stupid idiot child who was afraid. Um, and I was, like, scared, and I remember my legs shaking so bad. Mm-hmm. And I remember not even being able to take a step before we finally just... I was told to just look at the edge of the rocks. Don't look down. Don't look back. Don't look anywhere and just let my brother step me off of the cliff which was it was only like a 20 foot cliff it was not that high okay it was like 20 or 30 feet Uh like definitely high enough where you would break your leg falling and then you would roll down the canyon for a very long time until you hit an aspen grove and probably break your back on a tree right uh, but we were strapped in, so it was fine. Ah. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't go rappelling without a rope. That's impossible. I'm over here like, ooh, up, uh, ooh, up. Uh. 
Ooh. Yeah. Uh, it was actually super safe, but I was terrified. <laughs> oh, I bet. I'd, I'd be terrified. And I was convinced I would just perish. Uh, and so we stepped off of the rock, and immediately I was like, oh, this is fine. And then I looked out, and I got the biggest adrenaline hit I had ever gotten before, and I just grinned, and I was like, dang. <laughs> this is the sickest stuff ever. <laughs> I would have been like, we're dying. And we're, you just nearly died right there. I Near did. death experience. The my, newest, most latest one. Yeah, my co-host. My co-host nearly just died by throwing a pair of scissors. Anyways. Please put those down before you kill yourself again. I'm moving them. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so that was, that was my first, that was my most recent near-death experience, I would rage to that. That was my most near, recent near-death experience I remember, at least. Jazzy. Uh, anyways, that's how I got it into my head that skydiving would be the funnest thing ever. Oh, I see. Okay. Yes. Because, like, with skydiving, you know for a fact, oh, yeah, the parachute's going to open. I'm going to be safe. Unless someone actively sabotaged it, which, why would they? I don't have any enemies. Like, meh, it's fine. (laughs) And if I do have any enemies, what a great way to go. No, not at all. (laughs) I I disagree with that statement. (laughs) Why are you afraid of heights? Terribly. They just whisper, just... Anyways. Just your voice just drops like four octaves. You're like, no, I cannot. Me no climb ladder. Me almost pee pants when do. I'm not afraid of heights. I just got a problem with gravity. Yeah, you get it. <laughs> Gravity's not to kill me, man. Yeah, that's, that's, I guess that's a big difference between you and I. Because I got this thing with gravity where I'm like, heck yeah, brother. Take me down there, dog. Like, it just, I think it'd be so fun. We have to try it on the off topic YouTube channel then. Yeah, <laughs> just, you would. I wouldn't even make it out of you the. You would pee your pants. I wouldn't even make it out of the plane. I'd I be would, in the air and be like. I would pull you out of your plane. I would pull you out of the plane. You'd have to shoot me first. It, it's not dangerous. Again, you'd have to shoot me first. I'm not going to make threats to your life, but I would. <laughs> Please understand that that's a joke, but. Yes. Anyways, <laughs> near-death experience number two. Oh, I boy. don't remember this one as much as I remember the others. Um, and my dad can oh, probably tell. others. There's more. There's many. But we're only going to do two. Oh, sorry. Okay. Um, so I don't remember where this was. But apparently there was this one point where me, my dad, and my brother were out looking over this lake. And I got really hypnotized. And I was, like, getting closer. And I was about to fall in. And uh, my dad noticed this. And it was just, like, the instinctive, oh, my spawn is about to die. (laughs) Just the, oh, shoot. Just the, the dad instinct. So he grabs me. And I remember, apparently, I looked like, why did you grab me? And that was... Yeah, that's the other one. I th- these are probably why I have thalassophobia. Most yeah. of these near-death experiences involve water. Dude, you are tricked by a sea nymph. 
I would probably. Homie got charmed by a siren, was like, ooh, I'm going to go see the song. And then they're just waiting like, we're going to drown you. Probably. I would have been taken and never seen again. Yeah, it's just like the siren song, like, we're going to drown you and kill you. And you're like, ooh, you're that's a... Die. You're like, ooh, what a pretty song. And your dad's just like, no, <laughs> you have been saved, puny mortal. <laughs> Foolish child, that song is not in your best interest, for it could end in your demise. <laughs> okay. All right, my next one. This one's going to be remarkably shorter. New York City. Oh, enough said. Enough said, but New York City, when I'm a small, not smart, very, very not smart, very unendingly unsmart, just the opposite of smart, child. So, something about New York is the stoplights are kind of weird, where they have this state where it's, you know, Green, yellow, red, where green is go, yellow is slow, red is stop. That's normal. But they also have this thing where it blinks red, mm -hmm. where only people who are turning can go. I didn't know that. I thought it was red. I thought I could go across the street. I could not. I. The only reason I did not actually die is because the... The driver who was turning was a responsible driver, and my father. I don't remember if he ran into the road to get me or if he just called my name and told me to get over there fast <laughs> and like start running. But the driver slammed the brakes. Uh huh. Their car stopped. I nearly perished. And I did not notice. Wow. How did you find out? I. No, I did notice. This was a long time ago. It's kind of hard to remember, but. But I was running across the street and I was almost there. And then I saw this car. And I was like. Oh, they're running the red light. Oh, no. And then they stopped, and I was like, Whoo! And I just keep kept walking. And my, and my dad just went, Why did you do that? Like, that was so dangerous of you. You should have waited, and blah, 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 blah. And I was like, It was a red light. And he was like, It's a blinking red light. That means they can turn. And I was just like, Oh! So I nearly died legally. <laughs> Wow. I have something that's kind of like that. I, I remember this, and I don't know why I remember this, oh, but boy. I had just been taught how red lights work. Uh-huh. And you know how, like, red lights will go so that you can turn, right? Yeah. I remember my dad was driving, and he turned over a red light. I was like, Dad, oh my gosh, you just drove a red light. I cannot believe you right now. He's like, buddy, that meant I could turn. And I remember sitting back and being like, mm-hmm, tell yourself what you gotta tell yourself. <laughs> You're just like, yeah. Bring it up in the court of law, baby. I've had an officer in the back of the car this whole time. You've just been caught. 
You've been caught. Cat- You've been caught red-handed and red-lighted, boy. Boy. I have one more near-death experience, and this one's the All one right. that I kind of remembered. This is oh, I wasn't even remotely conscious for this. Oh boy. So it's, you weren't even sentient yet? No. So you were at that stage of I your must, childhood. I must have just learned how to walk or crawl. Oh. Boy. And apparently, so my mom had taken me down to this community pool. And I don't remember what she said she did, oh, no. but she left to grab something, and oh, she thought no. that if she left me in the chair, I would stay. Oh, no. But I did. Oh, no. So, young infant, uh, stupid, pebble-brained me was apparently like, oh, mm, water dear. sounds tasty. So I went into the water, and I was apparently down there for like a minute. My mom came back, didn't see me, started freaking out looking around. And she apparently had looked into the water just enough to see me standing at the bottom of the water. Oh, so I was no. like, I remember hearing the story. And I was like, how did I live? How did I live? Why did I live? Should I have lived? You Am have, I alive? You must have been life fighting. Maybe. Or young me was just like, I'm going to live out of spite. <laughs> just like holding your breath at the bottom of the pool. It's like. Screw you, mom. I can live how I want. <laughs> Uses up all my oxygen. <laughs> Just like that time in the pool. <laughs> I'm here to finish what that water started. Oh, no. <laughs> my murder mystery case would be so strange. Now, why mystery. did you murder this man? I came to do what the water couldn't do. I came to do what the water could not. It's like, what What does that even mean? See, I am made up of 1% of that water <laughs> droplet that almost killed him. You see, humans are 90% water. Isn't it 70? It's like a range. Whatever. Depending, okay. Depending on how hydrated a person is, it, it can be from like 70 to 90. Jazzy. Yeah. But I think the average is something like 80 or 83. Hmm. I think it was like 83.45 or something like super specific like that. Everything's so specific. Yeah, everything in science is super specific. That's like the whole point of science. I couldn't English there for a second. Did you hear me trying? Trent just goes, a cat just runs through the wall. Just like, I have heated your car. Do you have another near-death experience that you want to share before we move on to the next topic? No. Okay. I have like one that I remember and one that wasn't actually a near death experience. Jazzy. Oh, yeah. righty. Whoa, I just had a terrible hiccup. <laughs> anyway. Uh, righty. Um. We will be back after a short message from our pals, Raid Shadow Legends. You should have cut yourself off right in the middle of the word legends. I should have. That would have been really funny. Yeah, I'm going to go cry in a corner now. Yeah. All right. We are now moving on to um, theater experiences. Yes. We get three topics from each. We have three stories. If you could even find three stories. Uh, Yeah, I've only been in one production, but like... um... I have, like, an interesting thing from all three nights, I guess. Great. So. Anyways, this has become a speed run. 
your task is now to complete the objective as fast as possible. Yeah, um, today's episode is going to have to be a little smaller. Yes, because time crunch. Also, um, we hope you guys appreciated the bongo playing cow. That was the funniest thing. Yeah. I don't know why. He will be making his introduction into this thing permanently from now on. Bongo cow will be a permanent staple. He is he is our staple. He's our merch right there. The merchandise bongo cow. Yes. At your local Walmart. At your local Walmart. So yeah, someone's gonna actually go to a Walmart. Hopefully. <laughs> someone's gonna go to a Walmart and say, Hey, do you have the bongo cow? And they're gonna be like, the what what? <laughs> we should. <laughs> we should. We just go to a Walmart and film it and just go like, Hey, do you have the bongo cow? So, like, where can I buy a cow that plays bongos? <laughs> Craigslist. Craigslist. All right, let's let's get into it. So I will start us off. Yes. Um, I think I'm going to start with the most interesting one, and that was Susicle Night Three. Was it? I don't remember what night. I think it was Night Three. I don't even remember what 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 you're about to tell me. It was tell Night Three. About. Okay. So on night three, I remember it was either um, it was either one of the cast members or it was somebody from my family or it was um, our director. Yes. I don't think we're allowed to say his name. Yeah, let's let's refrain from names. Yeah. On the internet. So one of these people told me, "Hey, break a leg, man." Oh dear. <laughs> and so I, I, I took that. Story now. I took this as like a oh, thank you. That's so nice. So I got on stage, and we were doing Susicle, and I was the cat in the hat, right? One of my first things, the, one of the first things I do, I have to do a cartwheel. Oh, no. I didn't, I wasn't allowed to wear shoes. I had to wear these grippy socks. Oh, no. So I do a flip, and I land on my ankle wrong, and I either hyperextended it or I messed a tendon up in my leg, and I had to do the rest of the night in sports tape. <laughs> Homie just tears his Achilles and, like, the show must out. Gone. It's really what I did. I started crying, I'm pretty sure. Oh, no. Anyways, nobody could see because I was wearing six ounces of makeup. (laughs) Only six? (laughs) Ow. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, there's there's why I, I find being told to break a leg a curse now. Break a leg, Trent. How dare you. (laughs) Just like this demon just comes out straight from out, just like, I have come to tell you to break a leg in your next performance. (laughs) It just places a curse on you. Not the ghost of performance future. (laughs) (laughs) Where's the ghost of future present? (laughs) (laughs) What's up, dude? I'm the ghost of future present. I don't know who are I am anymore. Are you the ghost anymore. of the future's present, or are you the ghost of the present's future? <laughs> I don't know who I am anymore, dog. Oh, man. Okay, so what's interesting story for you? Save the most interesting for the last. The most juicy. Okay. Um, I don't actually remember anything from night two. That's so sad. But I'll, I'll do my night one thing, because my night three thing is so much funnier. From from backstage perspective, I'm sure no one noticed it. But. Is it extra juicy? Oh, extra juicy. Uh, like, 
extra. Okay, continue. But my my opening night. I've told you about this. I told you about opening night. Uh huh. Our lead actor. Our lead was sick. Oh. We did not have an understudy. Oh. The show must go on. So what we did. <laughs> We were performing a play called Afraid of the Dark. It was written in the 1950s about uh, crazy people, espionage, spy plot. Wow. Yeah, it's it's really funny, and I genuinely enjoyed being in that show. But what we did is we had a senior. Uh, you, you know which senior. I know which senior. You know which senior. Because I remember showing up into the theater room for lunch one day and just seeing him frantically pacing around with one of the things in his hand just like must learn yeah no i remember pacing with him because we had to we had to practice with him wow how fun because it was last minute day of uh and he was being fed the lines by our director in in his office Mm -hmm. our director was in his office Barely in earshot of the play, no one could see him, and he was just whispering our leads' lines into his ear through an, an AirPod, through an Apple AirPod. Dang. And he pulled it off. Dang. Like, homie's an amazing actor. No, seriously, though. I'm he's sad. Idiot. I'm sad that he's graduating this year. That is really I hope, sad. I hope he continues the whole theater thing after school. He said he was going to. Oh, good. He better. Yeah. Because there's no way you can be this good and just be like, oh, cool, that was fun. Oh, cool, that was fun. Now Anyways, I go work time at, to be an accountant. <laughs> let's say, now it's time to go work my minimum wage at freaking, I don't know. McDonald's. <laughs> yeah. He said he's planning to do stuff with uh, the local theater company. Jazzy. Yeah. Which I kind of want to do over the summer. I kind of want to get. I think that's, that's my summer plan right there. That's, yeah. Cause I didn't have a summer plan, but then I was like, ooh, wait. Uh, so there's that. All right, I have another one that's kind of similar. Okay. So this was from the first play that I was ever in. Ooh. And it was an elementary school play. Ooh. Um, I had the villain role. Um, okay, you guys-, you guys cannot see the grin on my face, but I am grinning. So... Uh, we were doing the Aristocats kids, right? Ooh. And I was Edgar. You know, if you've ever seen the movie, then you know, you know. Um, anyways, I got sick the night we performed it. Oh, no. <laughs> I was like, I can't let that much time and that much gas money go to nothing. So I was like, we're going to perform where we're sick. So I loaded my system with like 16 different medicines. Oh, no. Threw myself in the costume, slapped myself, sprayed myself with cold water, and called myself good. And I went out there, and I remember there was like 16 times where I had to like villainously laugh. And all I could do was fake it. So I remember every time I had to cackle, I was like, ah ha, ah ha, ah ha, ah ha. Oh, no. It was 
Dad, because you know in the back of your mind, if I start laughing, I'm going to cough and die. Literally, every single time that I had to do something like raise my voice, which was 90% of the production, or laugh or anything, I was like, I'm going to start coughing, so I didn't. (laughs) You just, I'm going to die, so I'm going to not do that. Yeah, that was was enjoyable, totally. (laughs) That was totally definitely enjoyable anyways do you have another story i have my story from closing night let's hear this so this is the same show same host of actors our lead is back it's a great time we're having a good time problem is one of our actors is playing with chains backstage okay for those of you that don't do theater for those of you that don't do theater, it is quite literally breaking the law. Basically. That is how it is treated, to be loud backstage. And yeah. this man was playing with chains. The loudest okay. object on planet Earth. Explain what you mean by playing. He had the chain, a link of chain, or like a few chain links, uh-huh. like a small length of chain, in his hand, and he was filling with it. Wow. Making noise, seemingly on purpose. So naturally, I got pissed, took him far enough backstage to where I'd be, we would be out of earshot, and I berated this man. Respectful. Absolutely just went off on this dude, because I was done. Because he'd been being loud backstage all throughout the entire show. Uh-huh. <laughs> he, he'd been being loud backstage, like... Throughout all of rehearsals, he'd never put down other people's props. Like, it was bad. Man. It was so bad. And every time, I was like, dude, shut up, or this is going to be a habit during the show, and you're going to ruin it for everyone. Yeah. He let it become a habit. Mm. And ruined the show for everyone. Uh, But that's not even the juiciest part. Uh Uh-huh. So backstage, we had a staircase that everyone would sort of sit on while they were backstage reviewing their lines, right? Right. Just making sure, yeah, we got this, we got this, we got this, you know? Uh, and this, the staircase had naturally a hand railing. Ooh. So one of our actors was sitting on the hand railing. This is a different actor than the loud one. Okay. One of our actors was sitting on the hand railing, and we were all whispering because, you know, we want to be respectful of the people on stage. We were all whispering, get down from there, or you are going to fall, and we are going to laugh. Right. Long story short, I had to hold in a lot of laughter in a few moments. Oh, no. Because my dude fell onto the piano. Wait, was he on stage? No. Luckily, he was off stage. Wow. But he fell onto a piano. Wow. I would have had to walk out for a second. I nearly cried. Dang. Now that's impressive. Okay. Uh, And closing night was a wreck. One of our actors, a different actor than either of the two before... Uh, blanked on their lines for a solid five seconds, and it was 
awkward silence, and I nearly, like, crapped my pants out of pure fear. Nice. Uh, Imagine luckily, being in the show. Luckily, I didn't show. forget a single line. Go with you. And imagine being in the single play that didn't get recorded. I'm going to murder you, <laughs> and then our director. <laughs> That's a joke. I'm not actually going to do that. Right. Um, I have one from the new play that I was in. Um, ultimately, one of my favorites in in terms of cast and just how it was set and like the era that it, it was like, a good play. It was phenomenal. It was so good. So I wish I could have been in that play with you, dude. I played a comedic relief part. <laughs> I, I was a junior detective who was basically like a two-year-old, right? What a surprisingly accurate estimate of his character. Yeah. So, Which is really funny because he's a lot like you. Yeah. No, he is me. There's the thing. Anyways, there's a scene where we figure out who the murderer is and we're about to um, capture oh, him. Oh, this is that story. Yeah. So on the nights that they performed it, they flipped the doors. So I had a hard time figuring out how that worked. Oh, no. So I tried pulling the doors, realizing that that didn't work. Oh. Hang He's on. getting a call. Hang on a second. You go, go take that in the other. You finish the story. I will finish the story because I was here for this story. Uh, I was here for this story. So he had some trouble getting through the doors. And I could tell uh, during the big confrontation scene, the cops barge in to detain the murderer. And he can't get the doors open for a solid second and a half. Opens the doors. Uh, draws his prop gun and fumbles the handcuffs out of his pocket and full-on, like, first-person shooter looks down, bringing his arms with his eyes, pointing his arms at the floor and pointing his prop gun at the floor, going, oh, shoot, I dropped my handcuffs, fumbling to pick them up for a second, and then pointing his gun, his prop gun uh, back at the the, the murderer character. <laughs> and it was so loud and, like, so noticeable. But honestly, it was so in character and super funny, which is arguably, arguably the best moment that character had, simply because of how in character it was and how funny it was. <laughs> What, what, what? What's going on? Um, well, thank you for tuning in to today's rather short episode. Um, yes. We, I don't know when the next time we'll be posting another one of these is. Um, I apologize for this one being so short. Um, but we had some pretty awesome stories to tell, and I think we did a lot better. With this yes. One. Let's hope there's zero mic breaks. The glory of this show that we've created is that there is no script, which allows us to be sort of ourselves. Yep. Which allows the comedy to hit a lot more than, in my humble opinion, than sort of scripted, like fake stuff. Oh, yeah. 
where the comedy just, it comes naturally to us, you know. Not to brag, but we're just sort of naturally funny people. Yeah, that's true. Uh, we like cracking jokes. We like making people laugh. It's just the sort of thing that we like to do. And uh, this show has been a really fun sort of outlet to just convey that love to y'all, the people of the internet. To y'all. Yes. Uh, so. And thus concludes episode two of the Off Topic Podcast. Episode two? More like episode woo. Yeah, episode one, more like episode win, baby. (laughs) So if you guys want to have us cover topics of your own picking, you can leave us a little... You can cry about it. You could leave us a little message and say... On where? uh, We should make like an Instagram account. That's a good idea. That is a great idea. That's a great idea. And then we can like post we'll when talk new, about it out when new episodes are out yes so we will we will post yeah. uh like make an instagram account and we will post all of the new episode updates there and you guys can tell us if you guys have any podcast episode ideas anyways have a phenomenal rest of your week month day year year who knows a d- decade even decade maybe. even i uh, doubt decade i doubt decade i even doubt months me too We'll probably yeah. do this again and be like, hey, this, is, funny this, monkey. this is really fun. This is really fun. Yeah. So. It's, it's kind of hard to find stuff to talk about. It lot. is true. It's very true. Unless we want to, like, actually make this podcast about something, which I doubt is I don't happen. want to. True crime podcast? Whoa. Or history podcast? Neither. <laughs> Neither. No. Anyways. Anyways. Goodbye. Goodbye. See you next time. See you... Hasta mañana, baby. Uh, bis später. <laughs>